and Brad Pitt was doing his scene in front of me and he was like looking at me kind of laughing. If I didn't make that little white lie, <laughs> I, I don't even know if I would be here to be honest. There's opportunity for everyone. Hi, I'm Helen Shepherd, and this is The Hollywood Reveal. I'm a British TV host, actor and comedian living in LA, and on this podcast I interview my guests about their lives and careers here in Hollywood. And because it's all about that big Hollywood reveal, of course they spill a whole load of juicy gossip. Expect industry stories and insights, plus a whole lot of inspiration too. Welcome back to The Hollywood Reveal. Of course, I have another exceptional guest, and she's one of my friends. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to introduce actress and model Azizi Donnelly. Hello. Hi. Um, you were just in Babylon, which is so exciting. Love mm-hmm. that movie. And you've been in ABC's Friday on My Mind, so people may have seen you there. Um, and you have a new modeling campaign for Urban Decay that's about to come out. Yes, next year. <laughs> so exciting. Next year, we were just talking about how long things take to come out. It's yep. like you get so excited shooting something and then you're like, oh, I'll just wait for two years before anyone can see that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, um, I am so excited that you're here. We met online. We are online friends. <laughs> we are. I think you're my first online friend. I don't know if I've ever had, had a real online friend. It's like a new thing. I think it's like post-pandemic it's yeah. kind of not weird anymore no um and you are also the third amazing woman that i've had on this podcast who i met through Catherine zenkina's manifestation program yeah so yeah yeah it's wild that i made all these incredible female friends mm-hmm. through doing this little online course i know and we're all here a year it's exactly a year later yeah yep. it, is. it was march last year wow mm-hmm. so exciting and we've manifested so many amazing things. We have. I've manifested you on my podcast yep. today. <laughs> yep, me too. <laughs> okay, so this is the Hollywood reveal, so we should just dive in. Oh, have you gosh. got any good Hollywood juicy gossip stories for us? I have a couple that come to mind. The first one, I didn't fully tell you, but I just like touched on it, was uh, an audition that I got recently for a commercial and I did the self-tape at home. I didn't, I don't think I had to dance or anything, um, but it was for like a home goods commercial. So I did the audition, got a callback, was really excited about that. I'm driving to the callback. I'm in like normal jeans and t-shirt and wearing the boots. And then, and then I get into the uh, room, whatever it is, and notice that everyone is wearing like all black professional dancing gear. People are like stretching on the ballet bars, oh like doing like dancing moves. Like everyone looks so professional. I like looked like a fish out of water. And then I asked the casting lady, like, do I have to dance? And she was like, yeah, they're doing a whole routine in there. So <laughs> at that moment, I'm like, I either leave right now or I just do something that I'm scared of. So I decided to go in. And I get in there and there's like 25 people in the room. There's like a huge TV that they're watching you on. And basically I had to like improv in front of everyone. They made like a dance circle around me and everyone's like clapping, clapping. They had like some Beyonce song going. I had to like do a choreographed dance. I don't dance. Like I'm very awkward. And I had to like, I can't remember what I had to do, but it was, I blacked out. So I can't remember if like I felt confident (laughs) 
but I don't oh think God. it was. It was terrible. Oh my God. So embarrassing. That is like my worst nightmare. Yeah, it really was. Oh, I've had that happen like to me one time mm-hmm. where I had a um, similar thing. My agent said they just wanted someone, they just wanted to see movement. Oh God. And I get there and it's for like a Nike commercial and they were like, oh yeah, so do you have like your routine and your song? <laughs> and I'm like, no. And I don't know why I did this. I should have left. But they were like, what's, what's your song? And I went, Elton John, Tiny Dancer. <laughs> that is such a hard one to move to. It's, yeah. And I just did like some like 70s kind oh, of swayy moves. And the guy at the end, he just went to me, thank you. He didn't even finish. Thank yeah. you. He was just like, thank. I was like, oh. oh my God. So I have learned now. I feel like I have lots of skills. Yeah. And professional dancing not is one. not one of them. Same. And I just say no to them now. Same. I'm like, no. Yeah. No, no, no. It's just, yeah. I try and force it's, myself into things. I'm like, no, I can't dance. I've, I've accepted But that I now. think it's incredible that you actually went for it and did it. Because more yeah. so than embarrassing myself in front of the casting director, mm-hmm. I'd be worried about all the other dancers laughing at me. Yeah. Honestly, for me, it, it did come down to, I was like, you know what? Do something you're scared of. Just, just yeah, do it. It's amazing. And I did feel really good after. Like I was a little bit embarrassed, but I was proud of myself. But I, I fully went for it. I'm pretty sure I almost started like twerking a little bit. <laughs> point i don't twerk i've never twerked before did you book the job Uh, no (laughs) didn't even get another call back oh my goodness yeah that's that is terrifying for me dancing not my strong point Mm -hmm. (laughs) you said you've got a few hollywood reveals for us i'm thinking i had um there was another one oh recently i booked a job that i had self-submitted on i didn't realize it was a similar thing where they're like oh just make do you like music blah 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 blah. i do not sing um but i said that i (laughs) like music this is worse than dancing for me oh this is because it was i booked the job (laughs) without an audition it was just like on the note section how did you book it just from like your reel or something yeah and it was a full-on um they're doing like a new uh like the voice but for podcasts so it's like american idol but there's no visual to it it's it's so we were doing like the campaign for that. So I'm not like full, you can't fully see me. Um, and so I'm the first one up out of four other actors there. They're all like Broadway actors, musical theater actors. And they were like, okay, now just get the microphone and demonstrate like you're singing. So I literally mouthed it. I was like, <laughs> for the photo. And they're like, why don't you actually sing so we can get like the energy of it going? And I made a joke and I was like, oh, I don't want to like hurt you guys, your ears. And they're like, no, just really go for it. I don't even know why I chose that song. I am beautiful. (laughs) Why? Christina Aguilera, (laughs) I am beautiful. I mean, Christina Aguilera is like such a powerhouse voice as well. It's like so difficult. I don't know what. And then they're like, do you want a microphone? Will it help you? So they get me the stand, the whole thing. I'm just like. I'm going to go for it. And I like belted this song out with so much confidence that was not good, but like felt like it felt like I thought I was good. (laughs) Um, I don't know where it came from. And then I had to do it like four other times. I think it's just amazing that you just go for it and just do it. To be honest, if I was on set, I probably would just do it because I'd be like, I'm not going to get paid if I don't. It was that. It was like that. And just the pressure. I'm like, well, 
But I do wonder in these things, like, why don't they just book singers? Because there's lots of actor singers. I think it's cheaper for them. <laughs> yeah, they don't have to pay for special skills. Yeah. I had to do, I did um, a photographic job where I had to play a violinist. Oh I didn't even know how to hold the violin. <laughs> there was like a guy there trying to show me. It's kind of hard as well. Like, you have to twist your wrist a bit. Yeah. It's just like, and I'm not like a naturally musical person mm-hmm. anyway. So Same. it was just like weird and awkward. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm just like, well, the I don't ever want to do. see those photos. But again, why not just book someone that at least has held a violin before? I never yeah. even touched one before. I know. It, it is, that is really funny. But I mean, whatever. It ends up, for some reason, I'm like, okay, I'm supposed to be here. You meet cool people that help yeah. you somehow with the next thing that you're supposed to do. And it was a confidence boost to be like, at least I tried it and I yeah. can do it. But yeah, Yeah, I think funny. it's amazing. And then... I guess it's part of your role as an actor, you know, you're you're playing a singer For or sure. a dancer. That's what I would like tell myself. I'm like, okay, you're just playing. And I watch so much American Idol. I love watching the auditions. <laughs> so I kind of was like, just pretend you're auditioning for American Idol. <laughs> I bet you are actually pretty good. I bet you're one of these people that's like so <laughs> good at everything. No, definitely not. Because like um... when I say I'm bad, I am really <laughs> bad at those things. <laughs> oh God, no, but it was, it was fun. Do you have any more Hollywood reveals for us? Because these are fun. Oh, I have lots of embarrassing things. I'm trying to think. Embarrassing's good. good I I love that that's what the last two weren't embarrassing. No. I I did fall asleep in a pool during Babylon. It was a night scene. And I got put in the pool, which was warm, which was really nice that they heated the pool. But I was wearing a 1920s woolen um, swimsuit. Like it was literally made out of wool. So it was, I was just in there for 10 hours. I was oh in the pool for 10 hours and Brad Pitt was doing his scene in front of me and I fought, fell asleep in the pool. Like I was, I was leaning on the uh, edge oh, of the wow. pool and I like fell asleep, looked up and he was like looking at me kind of laughing and I was just like, <laughs> cause I, I just look so not attractive when I'm sleeping, like cheek I can't pressed imagine. on the thing and I'm I looking at him. You, you ever not looking attractive. <laughs> oh God. I looked at him and I was like, Oh, I think I just smiled, but. Wow, you had a moment with Brad Pitt. We had a moment when he saw me drool on the side of the pool. <laughs> what a moment. Was he nice? He was honestly a sweetheart to everyone. He remembered everyone's names. He like was just so, so nice. I'm like, that's why you're a star, because you're good looking, talented, but you're nice. Yeah. That's how you keep a career. Okay, now I love him even more. Yeah, totally. I'm like, it was really cool to see that at his level, mm-hmm. he's just, he doesn't act like he's at that level, which I think is... Most people should be. What was it like being on the set of Babylon? Um, it was the best experience of my, like, not life, but career, I guess, just to be there and like, yeah. be in that energy and see him work and see, like, Margot work and things like that. Um, but also, also at the same time, it didn't feel any much different to, like, an independent film set. Do you know what I mean? As in, like, it was a really nice community. It felt like family after the first, like, week. And it... Um, it was cool because it just, I don't know, when you see things on the big screen, it seems so far away because it's a polished product. Yeah. And it just made it seem so much more like real and attainable and human seeing the behind the scenes. Yeah. So that was really cool to see that. And those party scenes were so insane. Yeah. Oh. They were. That that scene took um, seven days to shoot. That one scene, the wow. opening like yeah. party scene with like surprised. the orgies and yeah. <laughs> everything. I had uh, an audition for the part of it's in that opening scene where the I've forgotten the name of the character oh. that's singing and she goes over and kisses one oh, of the audience. Um, 
Oh my god, I know. Oh my god, I'm forgetting her you name. You were in the movie, so you I should know. But anyway, I don't want girl, to butcher her name, but yeah. I know who you're talking about. That's so cool. And I didn't get it. That's amazing that you got an audition for that. Yeah. And the, I saw the girl that they booked looked nothing like me, so I was like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Exactly. <laughs> and I think, I don't know if they knew the role had singing, but she sung a lot in the movie, I think. Did she? Oh, wait, you're talking about the girl. I'm talking about just the girl. Oh, I thought you meant the main girl. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I was nearly one of the main characters in Babylon. (laughs) I mean, I believe it. I love that you believe that. And I'm just saying I can't sing. And I'm like, yeah, I was just like. Like, (laughs) Hang on, story's not adding up. (laughs) But I really do love that you believe that you weren't even like, oh, wow, that's (laughs) shocking, Helen. That's still awesome. That would have been cool. Yeah, she's in it for like a minute. So the girl, the, the actress that's singing kisses. The yeah, girl I remember that sat now. at the table. Yeah. That would have been me. That's cool. I actually thought when I did the audition I was gonna get to kiss Margot Robbie. So Oh, that would have been yeah. cool. I thought I was gonna kiss Brad Pitt for oh, the thing that I booked. Wow. But I'd ended up changing to something else because they there were so many like smaller roles in that movie that they ended up changing so much and cutting things out. Like it shifted so much and they started auditioning like I think a year before it even Yeah, came it was to a production. long time ago that I yeah, it was ages ago yeah. that I did that audition. So. That's so interesting. Did you have to, like, fake a kiss? How did you do no, that in the audition? No, it was just, like, just stand and look at camera, and then I had to send, like, yeah. a bunch of photos. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Very cool. It would have been cooler if I got it. We would have been on set together. Yeah. Next time. We will be. <laughs> manifesting that. How long have you been in L.A. for? Um, this is actually my seventh year now. Oh, wow. I think this month. I moved in, like, April... Next month, April, seven years ago. And you are from Sydney, Mm -hmm. but you moved to New York first. Yes. And then came to LA. Yeah, I moved to New York when I was 18 and I just, I didn't really have a reason to move there. I just was like, I want to get out of Sydney, see what happens. And then it turned out the modeling was like that opportunity, but wasn't because I got rejected for like a whole year. (laughs) (laughs) And then eventually it all kind of worked out. Because I just, like, didn't let it go. But now you're, like, booking huge Urban Decay campaigns. Yeah, never things, give so. up. I got rejected because at the time they were like, you're too short, you're 5'7", but they were just not. Um, so eventually I put tissue paper in my shoes because I realized when you go into the meetings, they measure you, but if you're wearing flats, like Converse, they won't take your shoes off. And I was always just, like, one or two inches off from being the cutoff, and they were always like, oh, we like your look, but you're too short. So I literally was like, I'm not going to wear boot heels. I'm going to come in in Converse, put tissue paper in the bottom, get those extra two inches. That is crazy. That's how my whole career and how I got my visa sponsored. Like if I didn't make that little white lie, (laughs) I I don't even know if I would be here to be honest right now. That is so wild. Tissue paper. That's a good Hollywood reveal. I guess You are here because you (laughs) stuffed tissue paper in your shoes. Shout out to Kleenex. (laughs) I guess Oh my God. Maybe Kleenex will have you as the face of their next campaign <laughs> oh my god on a, a beauty brand beauty that, brand contract with kleenex that is wild because it just proves that like this stupid thing about like exact measurements doesn't yeah. matter like it doesn't matter yeah it's an idea that they have because once i guess i like i don't know they thought i was that number when i was still the same number as before yeah they were like oh amazing great it's let's just do it the perception mm-hmm. it's like if you pretend to be confident and act like you can sing and dance yes yeah people just believe you it's 100%. crazy yep. but yeah I totally understand that because um I feel like my whole life I've been told like I'm too tall to do like mm. commercial stuff but like I'm not 
tall <laughs> enough for really high fashion stuff. But like, like, who I'm, sets those rules? I know. And then I was always like, not um, skinny enough to do like runway, mm. but then I was like not quite big enough to do like the regular fittings mm-hmm. job. So it's just like mm. that whole thing of like being told that you're just not quite right for anything. Yeah, which is not true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, now I don't care because I'm like so happy with myself and where mm-hmm. I am in my life. But yeah, I just think it's so stupid that we give these industries like so much power yes. over us. And they don't really and, like, know. Like they don't, they don't know. Because you've got tissue paper in your shoes. Yep, so. literally. So it's like, who, who's so smart like, now? Is that a common trick? I can't believe I never heard of that one. I don't, I honestly, at the time, I was really, I never told anyone because I was so embarrassed because all the girls were just like getting scouted off the streets because they were so tall and, and, you know, and so I never told anyone. So I don't know. I think I've said that story to, to other people in my life. So I don't know if that's like a common thing. You just came up with the idea. You were just yeah, like, I was like, I'm so sick of that being, it was a repetitive thing I kept hearing. Oh, we like you, but you're too short. Oh, this, but you're too short. And it was, they'd look at my feet before they measure me. And I used to just wear like little booty heels. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know where the idea came from, but um, I don't, I'm not saying that like lying is good, but <laughs> pushing boundaries. If yeah. you're not harming anyone, yeah, like I'm all about that. Yeah. I'm all about that. And then it's amazing. Once you're on set, they don't care and they put you in heels anyway. I know. Yep. So why does it even matter? I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> We're creating our own new reality. Yes, 100%. <laughs> Do you have any advice to people that are moving to LA or thinking about starting a creative endeavor of some sort? Okay, this is something that's been I've been experiencing recently is that I used to hear, especially as an, an actress, which is what I can speak to, um, is that I would listen to these YouTube videos of people who are successful saying, if there's ever a day you wake up and you want to quit, then you're in the wrong industry, don't do it. And I used to believe that. But now, after being in the industry for five to seven years, I'm like, that's not, no. Because there are days where it's challenging and you're like, you question sometimes mm-hmm. what you're doing. And for me, I recently I've thought, oh no, if I'm thinking like, should I, is this for me? Should I quit that? I list, I, th- I go back to those videos. I'm like, well, then I'm not fully in this. And I just think that's unreasonable. Yeah. We're humans. It's a super challenging career and just keep remembering your why. So I, I wrote on my whiteboard, like, why I started this. And then it doesn't matter if there's days where it's so challenging that I have those thoughts of, like, oh, my God, like, it, is it going to be easier if I just get a normal job and have a regular paycheck and all of that? Um, so if you remember your why and it's still for you, just never quit. And if you have moments where you feel like you want to quit, that's okay. Yeah, I think so, too, because, like you said, we're human and – Life is just exhausting and tiring anyway, let alone when you're trying to yeah. pursue a creative endeavor of some sort. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Especially overseas. I don't know if that was part of your question, but if someone's like traveling from another country to America, for example, mm-hmm. to, to start their career, it's like a whole nother level of instability and a challenge. It's not just the... Um, and you're dealing with visas and green cards and all of that. It's so, so unsettling. Yeah. And it's hard at first as well because especially if you are coming from a different country and you're on a visa, um, like it's even hard to get a bank account to start with. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just hard to do all this stuff because yeah. you're not a resident. So mm-hmm. you're like trying to find work but also trying to like set up your life. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. But it's it's worth it if, that, if that's what you – you only live once. And yeah. if you have like a calling to do it, just do it. It's better than doing something that you're just not 
happy about, you know. And I feel like there's so much opportunity yes, here absolutely. in LA. Especially these days with streaming. Yeah. And like there's new shows every week, probably every day, movies. Like there's opportunity for everyone. It's not like not the olden days. <laughs> you know, when there was just like five movie stars in town and that was it. Yeah. It's like yeah, One like, Netflix show has a cast of 60 people. There's 60 roles just there. Like, there's yeah. so much opportunity. I agree. And I don't like this. We were talking about this before we started the podcast. But this, like, reality that's being perpetuated by people saying over and over, like, how difficult it is and how hard it is and how it's almost glorified to be this, like, poor struggling actor or mm-hmm. artist. And I'm like, it doesn't have to be like that. No, you get to be, if you want, an abundant artist. Yeah. And, like... There are so many ways to, you know, whether it's commercials or you start doing background work, like there's ways to just be working full time as an actor as whatever you're trying to do and build up to the next thing, the next thing. And then be like, okay, I no longer am doing background stuff. Now I'm just doing this or this and you work your way up and it's all, it's all possible. And I feel like one of the things that I love most about LA is there is such good energy here and people are willing to help you like I feel like I've made so many good contacts or you know just people that I can ask advice from Mm -hmm. or I don't know for me that was very different to being in London interesting London's like way more closed off but here Mm -hmm. I feel like people are more willing to help you yeah because they've they've been through it yeah Yeah, that that's true yeah the community here is important finding the right one yeah yeah definitely and I mean, like we met through, we were living, we were both living in LA, but yeah. we probably might have never bumped into each other. Yeah. Well, maybe if I'd have booked that job on Babylon, we might yeah, have. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, um, but like we met online, you know, there's so many yeah. ways to meet people here, like mm-hmm. online courses. And yeah, cl- acting classes. There's so classes. many acting classes. Yeah. And <laughs> just things. But this is, I, I just thought of a funny Hollywood reveal story. I don't know if it's a good time to say it. Do it. it. Let's finish with one. Let's start with one and finish with one. I don't know why this just popped into my (laughs) mind. But when I lived in New York, um, I lived in this really nice building, but I was like sharing a three-bedroom apartment with like 10 girls. And um, Nanique Jonas's manager or something lived in the building and came up to me and one of my friends once and said, do we want to go to his concert? And I was like, yeah, that sounds so cool. So we got these like VIP passes and we go to the concert and then after they're like, we're having a little after thing on the boat. Um, and so we go on the boat. There's like, it's just me, my girlfriend, I think Nick and is it, I don't know his brother's name. Joe. Joe. There's like the brothers, the Jonas brothers. Who's married? One of them's married to Priyanka Chopra. I think. Yeah. Is that Nick? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I honestly don't remember which one it was, but. Um, I had a little bit too much to drink. I don't really drink anymore because I don't handle my alcohol very well. And they were only playing their songs on the boat. <laughs> which That's is kind of funny, true. right? Yeah. I kind of love that in a way. That's hilarious. It was hilarious. It was honestly now I'm like, good for you guys. <laughs> but I was a little drunk and I said something. I was like, can we play something else? <laughs> It's kind of weird to like make everyone just listen to your music. Yeah, and enough. we just left your concert. Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, good for them if they don't get sick of their own <laughs> stuff. Did, it's I like, wonder... I only watch my own movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, That's hilarious. I wonder yeah. if they decided to do that or if that was like their manager. Or I don't know, but we, I got kicked off the boat. <laughs> well, you got kicked off the boat for asking. Yeah, and we got a... Um, we got a photo together that I guess looked like we were kind of cozy. We were just like arm around each other. 
Um, we don't even know which one of the Jonas Brothers I, this is. It's on my Instagram. <laughs> it's deep down in the in the down there, and uh, I got like I think like two hundred comments, and a lot of them were just like hate from girls being like, "Who is this girl?" Like it was really interesting. Wow. Just from a photo, like standing next to him, kind of like hugging. But I'm still interested in the fact that you got kicked off the boat for us. Yeah, I don't think I said it very nicely. I was drinking. I I get it now. Okay. Now, in hindsight. But still, yeah. You got, luckily, you got the photo before that happened. Exactly. (laughs) So, that's my my story. But that's crazy. Yeah, like, there's crazy extreme fans that Mm -hmm. just go mad if they see. Yeah. Whoever they're a big fan of with any woman. Yeah, very interesting. That's crazy. What kind of things do they say? Like, just like who are you like you're not better than selena like you're so uh, fake you're this like who even is just kind of like who even is this girl like ew yuck you're and like, like why are you on my instagram i'm like tearing me apart like kind of thing it was very um it didn't really bother me but it was just really like interesting how quick something can attract that much attention and how people react like that yeah that's and make wild. these assumptions and then attack someone that they've never met or known i don't know very strange mm-hmm I feel sorry for those people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for sharing that little uh, one of the Jonas Brothers story at the end. <laughs> Just yep. to, to round things off. I love that. A little Jonas Brother reveal at the end there. Um, what are you working on right now? Um, or what's coming up? Yeah, I have a couple potential films that are like in pre-production. Um which I'm excited about. One's an Australian film and one's potentially shooting in Italy, which will be very, very cool. So cool. Um, So yeah, right now, not like actively anything, but those two coming up, which I'm excited about. And I'm sure some other stuff will be happening for you soon. I'm so excited to see what you do and what happens and just follow your career. Um, If people do want to follow you, where can they find you? Um, I am mainly on Instagram, which is just at Azizi underscore underscore Donnelly. Um, is there another Azizi Donnelly in the world? I don't know. How did you not get the first Azizi Donnelly handle? That's interesting. There must be. Yeah. But you wouldn't think. Yeah. I don't know why I have to have two underscores and my yeah. name's lame. <laughs> my name's complicated enough. Yeah. Um, and that's it. I'm not on the TikToks or anything. Oh, <laughs> like you should start. I should. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Go follow Azizi on Instagram. And thank you so much for yeah. being such a fun guest. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. Yay. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please do give it a five-star review. And don't forget to follow us on TikTok and Instagram at The Hollywood Reveal. I'll catch you in the next episode.